Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. Today, I'm here with Marlon. Uh, Marlon, what do you do? Yeah, um, I was the grade 12 song leader for the guys this last year. I do worship mm-hmm. um, for the, the church, for the young adults group, uh, for youth back in the day. Um, I'm actually just coming off of a worship set like two hours ago. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but other things I do in life, I'm a, I'm a marketer. I, do, I work as a marketing person for a small company um and i just kind of live my life you know i'm out of school it's just wild but yeah yeah so we're going to be asking you some questions today about like worship yeah so is there a difference between living worship and musical worship yeah you know i I would say um you have to define it a little bit because uh i would say musical worship is a form and an action in which you can express your living worship mm-hmm. um, and, and they, they serve different purposes and moments but um, worship itself isn't just like the action of you know singing and like coming together and doing what we do in church regularly but it's it's a lifestyle right mm-hmm. it's it's becoming holy it's becoming devout it's it's living your life in according to what God wants so that your life reflects him well um, and even beyond that it's it's living a life that is exemplary and one that he could look into and to be like I'm proud of that life lived yeah um, so living your life according to God's word and God's holiness well um, you'll be living a lifestyle of worship mm-hmm. you bring that into music and you bring that into what we do more normally in our church services and such um, and you have this beautiful expression of this emotional spiritual and physical um, experience of worship which mm-hmm. we convey in music because music yeah. um, for so many people is you know it resonates with their spirit in some way that helps them understand this moment and what they're doing to uh, express their lifestyle of worship. Yeah, yeah. I definitely understand what you're getting at here. Uh, yeah. Is there a difference between uh, praise and worship? Yeah. You know, you know, this is a little tricky one. Um, I would say it's not that tricky, but uh, <laughs> praise is more so a joyful, um, uninhibited moment of just giving God glory for who he is and what he's done and it's very tied to thankfulness right Mm -hmm. like it's very easy to thank God and praise him for what he's done in our lives Um, and that's what I would classify as praise but worship it's a bit deeper than that it's it's a spiritual connection it's a it's a moment for our spirit to communicate with God's spirit and and we just allow God to flow into our spirit and change us and morph us and we have that spiritual moment um, when we worship God Mm-hmm. Where it's not just declarative, but it's it's humbling ourselves. It's losing our own control of ourselves to allow His authority to speak to our life. Um, so it, it's more about a spiritual entanglement with God and, and allowing that to happen more and more. So. All right. So so basically, what I'm getting or what I'm hearing is that you're saying like praise and worship aren't like two separate things, but they're like they kind of cross paths. Yeah. And and I would say it more so like this. Praise is a very easy thing to do. It's very easy to thank God for what he's done. And worship can have praise in it, mm-hmm. but it takes it a, a step further. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Why do you think that we should uh, worship God? Yeah, I, I, that's a, it's interesting. And like, I think um, it's a challenge for a lot of people to like kind of take that step. But for those who know, it's obvious, right? Like God has done so many great things in our lives. Mm-hmm. God is just there for us. He gives us so much you know, power and ability to live our life in such a radically different way than the rest of the world. Um, so it's like, why wouldn't we worship God? But yeah. I would say um, 
worshiping God is, is allowing His priority, His presence, everything about Him being the priority in your life. So mm -hmm. it's allowing yourself to get, eliminate the distractions of your own life and allowing His desire for your life to come and inspire you, lead you, take you in the path that you should. And it's a better path for you anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so we should worship God because it doesn't just, it's not just a moment of, you know, hyping God up, but yeah. it actually lets Him take advantage and control of our life so that we get to live the best life possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely agree with that. How do you know if like you're worshiping? Like say you could be like singing or something like that, but how do you know like you're actually worshiping God? Yeah, this is a tricky one. Um, just cause like for some people, you know, um, you might look like you're worshiping, but you're not because mm -hmm. it's, it's all about allowing your spirit, you know, to be God's, mm -hmm. right? To have that spiritual moment and that connection. And it, it's, it's kind of a, you'll see it and you'll know it when you're doing it. Um, but it's not, it doesn't have to be like, you know, you don't have to be raising your hands, but I, I mean, I'm all about posturing yourself so that you are worshiping as mm -hmm. much as possible. Um, and I think your physical posture has a lot to do with that, but regardless of your physical posture, it's your spiritual posture. Mm -hmm. And if you're spiritually postured to worship God, you'll have that moment. You'll be able to encounter God. You'll see his presence. You'll, and it'll hit everyone differently. Um, for some people, it's actually talking to God. For some people, it's just feeling his presence. Um, for some people, it's imagery. For some people, it's just mm -hmm. concepts, right? So it's, uh, uh, it's different, but that spiritual connection, and we have, you, you hit it, you'll know you're there. Yeah, but like, I, I for one, right, sometimes I'll be worshiping, and I, I can't tell. Like, I've, sure. I've, I've, I've felt both the spirit and also sometimes when I'm worshiping, I haven't. And sometimes I can't tell the difference. Like, how, like, what is it, that feeling that you know? Yeah, so what I would say is, um, the actual, so feeling God, having that moment, isn't, mm -hmm. Uh, exclusive to worship um, that's kind of just that's probably more of the side effect whereas you being able to just make the decision like regardless of what's going on around me I'm giving God this moment mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm regardless of you know the music might not be great or like you know that cute girl over there is like distracting me regardless <laughs> of that yeah. uh, just like letting God take that moment and let it be his right and and worshiping isn't singing worshiping isn't the musicality of it mm -hmm. it's allowing God to be the priority in that moment, giving him your attention, giving him mm -hmm. what you have for him. Yeah. How how would you describe worship? Yeah, I would honestly, I would say it's uh, <laughs> it's living every day of your life, trying to be closer to God. Um, it's not it's not the music, it's not anything like that, but it's it's wanting to just okay. It's being a reflection. Okay. It I would say it's it's living in His presence and living in His will so great of a way that you can honestly lose everything of yourself and reflect him in the fullest because you've allowed him to see your spirit and pretty hard to conceptualize but I would say living that lifestyle like that is the truth form of worship. How do you think like one would posture themselves for worship? Yeah uh, for taking the physical step it's probably the easiest thing you do, mm -hmm. right? Like actually raising your hands in surrender uh, is a form of physical posturing that symbolizes your spiritual humility, right? Like giving God authority. Now I'm not saying, you know, every worship service, just raise your hands because like that's going to give you that moment because if you're not spiritually postured, right? When you're saying, God, like this isn't about me. I want to humble myself before you. I want to give you authority. I want to give you this moment. Um, like that's the priority. But physically mm -hmm. posturing yourself, like by raising your hands, bowing, being in reverence, 
um, showcasing your humility, mm-hmm. I believe helps you take another step towards uh, having a proper spiritual posture. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're all caught up with your own pride, if you're all caught up with like I want to look good, you know I want I want to look good right now and mm-hmm. worship nicely, uh, you're not gonna get there. So. I don't know if you touched on it, but like how would you describe like your spiritual posture? Uh, your spiritual posture is a little hard to convey in a physical sense, but I would say it's it's really leaning into the um, allowing God to be first, mm-hmm. right? Not not being not not sitting too heavily in like waiting for God to do something in your life, right? Like mm-hmm. God, why aren't you here for me? Like I'm just waiting for you to do this in my life. I'm waiting for you, um, but just being like God, I, let's just let's ignore everything going on in the world. Like, this is my time for you, mm-hmm. right? You got me. I trust that. You'll take care of me. But in this moment, I'm not going to ask you for anything. I'm going to just let you engage with my spirit. And I'll engage with yours. So we can have this beautiful moment together where I can showcase to you how important I think you are. It's not for anyone else to see. It's just for me to show you the importance you are in my life. Yeah, I, I do really agree with what you're saying there about how... Like, it, it shouldn't be about, like, what other people might think of you or anything like that, but, like, how you, like, how, how you are, like, with God kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, would you prefer to, like, worship corporately or, like, individually? Well, I'd say uh, there's, there's beauty in both. Mm-hmm. Um, in, 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 I would say the individual worship is very important, and it's something that a lot of people, don't, I don't think, practice to the extent in which we should be kind of, highlighting and sharing with each other mm-hmm. and be like hey like you know i have this beautiful moment of worship where i was just in my my house and i was just like in a place of worship and you know god hit me with this 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 and this happened in my life tons of times um so the individual worship is so important but the congregational the corporate worship mm-hmm. uh it's beautiful right seeing a room of hundreds of people just giving god his his authority his place and, and putting him on that pedestal mm-hmm. so where he deserves to be where he's honored to be and uh all that we can there's such beauty in it um, mm-hmm. and it's encouraging right and even if someone's like myself or any other christian uh when you're in a time of like doubt or limitations or just like not feeding on god as much right mm-hmm. seeing a congregation get there first and like just being welcomed to do it yourself without mm-hmm. the awkward needs around it uh, that's a beautiful thing and i think that's it has its place so use both <laughs> okay um just from like personal experience like i know sometimes it's hard for me to get into like wanting or like having the desire to worship personally like not like corporate wise but like by myself like in my room alone or something like that how would you like like what like what's a tip you would give to like doing that so i would say like for myself it was easy because i I do music right Mm -hmm. And, and music's so highly tied with our understanding of worship um, that it was easy for me to just tap into that and I, I leveraged that to be my, my tool. Um, but I would say find ways for you to convey the emotion and the message that you want and like the connection that you want to have with God in whatever method it be. You know, for some people that's drawing, for some people that's art, for some people that's dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything, um, but you can express that in whatever way the priority is that spiritual worship in that moment mm-hmm. um, so you, you can find yourself worshiping in scripture just by reading and, and allowing the spirit to do those things so um it might typically just be find what resonates with your spirit and resonates with god's spirit in a way that you can worship effectively while conveying all that 
Uh, why do you think God wants us to worship Him? Yeah, I think there's um, two ways to think about it. Um, one, I would say He just wants us to. Mm-hmm. He's asked of us. We are called to do it. Um, and it's, it's part of what we do as Christians, right? There's so many scriptures around it um, kind of saying we should worship God because He wants us to do for Him. And it, and it makes Him happy. But I, I, I like to take it from a bit of an angle like He knows best. And the reason he calls us to worship him, and and I, like think of it in a global context, what you worship is the priority, right? So if you're worshiping money, if you're worshiping, you know, mm-hmm. things of the world, like those become the priority in your life. But when you worship God and you worship God alone, he is the number one authority, number one person that that keeps it all together. That you have your focus on. He is the mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> the capstone of your life, yeah. right? He he calls us to do it because he yes he likes it, but because it's so much better for our life in the end because we're actually focused on him and what he has in store for us mm-hmm. so he he calls us to do it because he likes it but because it's also in our best interest mm-hmm. so uh paul writes in romans 12 1 uh he says i appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies as living sacrifices holy and acceptable to god which is your spiritual worship and i think that's kind of what we've been saying is like um living a life that is holy and according to God's scripture, to God's you know, desires in your life, that in itself is the spiritual worship that we're called to live. Um, regardless of the form in which you do it, as long as that's at the core of it, mm-hmm. uh, you can you can live in a lifestyle and a spiritual worship that's just you know amazing. Uh, and, and so many things come out of that. And I think that's what the fruit of the spirit really kind of shines because of living a lifestyle like that. You'll see you know, just peace, no anxiety in your life. You'll see joy. Uh, a lack of depression in your life. You'll see um, just self-control. Uh, so many other things start to just kind of become easier and we don't lose ourselves to uh, just living life however we want to live because we're focused and we're living a holy life that like that brings that fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, because without it, like life gets really chaotic. It really gets, it really gets depressing. It really gets like anxious and stressful. Um, And that's why we can always hold on to this lifestyle worship because it will keep us grounded, keep us in peace, keep us living a life that bears good fruit. Mm -hmm. What would be a way that you think would would be good to to always maintain that that lifestyle worship? Because like we can get addicted to things like our phones or like certain other things. Like what's a way that could always keep us like centered around God in the middle of our life? Yeah, you know, I I would say like for myself, like going through like junior high, high school and stuff, really just surrounding myself in worship and music. Right, so that that helped a lot because I wasn't allowing things, the things that I was allowing to cover my, my, you know, my physical, my psychological, my emotional, my spiritual environment, was things that pointed to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like stop listening to terrible music all the time. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like don't listen to it ever. It probably shouldn't anyways. But uh, involving more, you know, spiritual like spiritual worship led music in your daily listening. Um, leaning into scripture, uh, leaning into, um, like if your thing is podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Just like keep the podcast going, but don't, don't, and I'll say this, don't convince yourself that just cause you do that, you're getting spiritual food, mm-hmm. right? So just cause you're passively engaging the spirit doesn't mean you're actively engaging the spirit. So there's, you need to make sure you have an active spiritual lifestyle and you can't pass that off as just a passive one because God calls us to act and do so much more than just you know, be happy and listen to him. Mm-hmm. So, 
How would how would you describe like the difference between like passively worshiping and aggressively or not aggressively? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or actively, yeah. Well, active. Actively yeah. worshiping. Yeah. Um, I, and I think it goes back to the spiritual posture, right? Mm -hmm. Like, are you just here to go with the flow and be in the moment? Cool, right? Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather that be your your mindset than you not you being completely tuned out. Yeah. Um, but actually worshiping is just constantly taking the step of being like, hey, God, this is you. This is your moment, right? Let you happen. And then and then having that conversation, having that spiritual entanglement, right? Play that dance where like you actually get a moment to be with God and, and hear what he has to say for you. And then tell him what you what you think about that and like have that conversation. Um, it's not just like, here I am, God, you, you're there. And we're just awkwardly going to sit here mm -hmm. looking at each other. No, right? Like. It's, it's a relationship. It's something that you can you can actively engage in. Um, so live that life with that engagement. Mm -hmm. What's like a way that, that in you, you may have done in your life to, to push from like the passive to the active? Yeah, I, and I would say that's where like the musicality stuff, like mm -hmm. having like something that can be a tool in which you can demonstrate or which you can like exemplify what you want in your worship. Um, but ultimately you need to want it mm -hmm. right so before you can want to do it you need to want to want it yeah and then you can really step into uh doing worship in a way that is amazing so based on your experience as like a worship leader and like being in the church what is what is something that you like see the church like lacking in in like for like towards like worship and stuff like that so i'll, I'll say two things on the church side um and every church is different and there's like a lot of churches that do it amazingly well, but like they can't go as far as they can go because um, the church isn't responsible for the individual worship. They can explain it, they can demonstrate it, um, but ultimately the individual, it's their responsibility to be able to worship, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's regardless of what worship setting you're in, it, it has to be the individual moment with you to make that decision um, to engage God. Because if you're just waiting for a good set, if you're just waiting for like a for like a sick beat and like feel good about it like you're never gonna have that or you might get that but it might not suffice because what you actually need is your individual step into worship and i think the church can only lead so far and i would say the individual and the church has to work together to do worship well mm -hmm. because when individuals worship well the church worships as well when the church worships well the individual has a better chance of worshiping better mm -hmm. uh and then they can feed each other because as individuals we serve the church as the church we serve the individual mm -hmm. um and it's that relationship between each other that we can really push each other to the next level so mm -hmm. it's hard to wait on the church to do it well because it's mm -hmm. it's opt it's like it's up to us to do it well ourselves and then step into it now i will say the church can teach more on worship um they can teach on like why we do what we do right because a lot of people just have a misconception about like God just wanting us to worship him because he's God and we're people and like it's just it's this kind of like uh, dictatorship relationship but that's not it right it's, it's it's a relationship that he's absolutely looking out for our best interests he's you know he's a father in this situation not a dictator and uh, the church can communicate that and then people can get that and then people can engage with it and then people can lean into it and then everything just kind of gets better from mm -hmm. there so what do you think the church could do to like push those steps that the individual could do better yeah you know i would say um it's hard to do some of these things because you know there's only so much resources that we can, we can provide um but i would say you know 
classes, opportunities for students to kind of step in, can build a discipleship program for worship, mm-hmm. right? Like you think of the, the Jewish army, they had their vanguard, mm-hmm. right? And that was a, a, a team of worshipers at the front of the army and they led the charge. Right, so disciples that could take the stand and lead into worship better, and it's something we, we like we've and our church have done recently. But um, really encouraging, you know, the next generation to step up and move into it and build just teams of worshipers and and build a worship culture uh, that doesn't just stop with the last song, but it carries through the week, it carries through the months. It's something that's just part of the spirit of the church. Uh, so just the uh, discipleship classes, um, content. Right, just just engaging people where they can, so that they can keep their focus on God and on doing it better. Um, you know, there's this conversation around the excellence in worship, um, and I I love it and I hate it. Uh, but there's a there's a place to be excellent because you want to be excellent in your worship mm-hmm. um, because you're glorifying God, you're doing it in reverence of God. Um, but if you're trying to be excellent for anything other than that, it's pointless. Mm. Right? So I'd rather. Ha- you know, I'd rather be in a situation where you can worship extremely well and that heart of worship is entirely there. But if I'm not good at music, that's that's less important. If the leader is just able just to worship so diligently, I, oh, I'm bought in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but excellence is beautiful. Excellence that is done while also being so spiritually strong, there's, there's very little that's better in my mind because <laughs> uh, you can just see the spirit go off in those situations, so... Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk. Thank you, Marlon, for being on the show. Uh, tune in next week for whoever our next guest is. Surprise. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>